welcome from your friends at AmeriCare Senior Living. Today's topic uh, we're going to discuss or give information about essential documents for elders and for the rest of us. You know, it's a jungle out there, a tangle of required documents, uncertain preferences, sometimes family misunderstandings, and uh, sometimes uncooperative elders. Having essential documents in place before emergency measures are needed will give families some peace of mind and confidence in providing appropriate care for elderly loved ones. Of course, there's plenty of advice around on the internet, on the golf course, at the yoga studio, at church activities. People are very often willing and eager to share their hero or their horror stories about required paperwork for taking care of their elders. Some families are blessed with elders who planned well and have all the essential paperwork ready in case they are ever unable to make or express decisions for themselves. Lucky them. Unfortunately, too many families lack knowledge about documentation often required by senior living communities, hospitals, nursing homes, or in-home care organizations. So a little note here, the information provided today is primarily based on uh, a document called the Caregiver's Handbook, sponsored by PBS.org. It provides useful information and offers related resources. So, and essentially the best advice is legal advice. We know that. A Caregiver's Handbook created by PBS.org encourages us to quote, find a lawyer who specializes in legal planning for elders, end of quote. The handbook points out that if your loved one qualifies because of limited income, legal assistance can be obtained from your local area agency on aging. Some communities have volunteer lawyer programs and states also have legal assistance through the attorney general's office. So it's good to know that legal assistance is available for all income levels. It's important to understand that the sooner families seek legal assistance, the better. Well, I have some recommended specific resources provided or mentioned for in the PBS Caregivers Handbook. Number one, the American Bar Association offers a free resource guide by state on its website and it will direct you to local bar associations, legal aid providers, and other helpful organizations. Number two, the America Bar Association Commission on Law and Aging provides free list of legal service providers for elders in each state. You can visit the website or telephone them at 1-202-662 8690. Number three, the National Academy of Elder Law Attorneys will help you locate an attorney. You visit its website and you click on public, then click on directory and enter your city or zip code. And four, the National Senior Citizens Law Center can be reached at area code 202 289-6976, and this focuses on the legal needs of poor and vulnerable elders and persons with disabilities. 
Professional legal advice will guide you in the creation and use of many of the following essential documents. We have the durable power of attorney. This document will give a designated individual or individuals, more than one, the legal power to perform on behalf of the elder on matters related to real estate, banking, and financial transactions, personal and family maintenance, government benefits, estate trust, and beneficiary transactions. And then there is the healthcare power of attorney, sometimes called the healthcare proxy. This document will designate an individual to serve as the elder's health care agent. The health care agent or proxy needs to be able to talk very openly and often with the elder so that he or she understands the elder's wishes and values and can make treatment decisions when the elder cannot without having to argue with family members or medical staff. And trust is a big issue here. Who does your loved one trust to ensure that her health care wishes are carried out? Surprisingly, it may be a close friend or business colleague rather than a family member. It's up to the elder to decide who the agent will be at a time when he or she can make those kinds of careful and informed decisions. And then we have advanced directives. The word out on the internet is that we should all have advanced directives in place if an accident or illness leaves us unable to speak for ourselves regarding our medical care preferences. Documents associated with advanced directives include things like a living will, healthcare power of attorney, healthcare proxy, uh, do not resuscitate order, or do not intubate order. Although legal advice about advanced directives might be useful, these documents you can create yourself, and there are copies available online. But again, it's probably wise to have advice from an attorney. There are some recommended resources. The American Bar Association Commission on Law and Aging, they offer free online publications, such as the Consumer's Toolkit for Healthcare Advanced Planning. Also, Medline Plus website also has a variety of resources to create advanced directives. Caring Connections is a program of the National Hospice and Palliative Care Organization. Their website offers free advanced directive packages with instructions, or you can call them at 1-800-658-8898. Also, the U.S. Living Will Registry offers links to advanced directive forms for each state. It creates a database and sends annual reminders to review and update your directives. Hospitals and healthcare providers check this registry. If you're interested, you can call them at 1-800-548-9455. Then we have wills and trusts. Whether our loved one has minimal assets or an extensive portfolio of property, investments, and banking accounts, 
Legal advice on having an up-to-date will and or trust that designates financial, estate, and legal control and distribution is important. It gives the elder some peace of mind that her wishes are in place and will be followed. Sometimes the issue of guardianship comes up. If essential documents mentioned previously are created and put into place, then the legal issue of guardianship or conservatorship does not need to be addressed. And that's a good thing because filing for guardianship takes time and money. It can also be emotionally exhausting for those involved. Nevertheless, there may be situations where guardianship is the only option. The court has final say as to who is guardian, and it may very well not be a family member. The court also decides the specific type of authority to give the guardian, whether related to health care, living arrangements, finances, and so forth. Once again, legal advice will be needed because requirements vary state by state. The National Guardianship Association Incorporated offers standards for guardians, so you could check their website. In addition, AARP also has information on guardianships on their website. Experienced caregivers know the importance of having these essential documents in place. For those who are new to caregiving or those who expect to be caregivers in the future, you will never regret the time taken to read, seek legal advice, and get the needed documents in place. And while we're at it, the rest of us need the same documents for ourselves. Our future caregivers will be immensely grateful. And that's a promise. Thank you. Mm -hmm.